0: Hi everyone, Theophilus here, and I'm just letting you know that I'm going to do something different this Saturday. I used up too many minutes on my previous podcast episodes, so this Saturday I was left with 15 minutes, and so I'm going to tackle a smaller topic. My previous smaller topic was my thoughts, my red flags, my concerns about the Chosen TV series. And what was supposed to be 15 minutes turned into a much longer episode. I'm going to wait to release that next Saturday. If you watch that show, which many Christians do, many people do in general, maybe you love that show and you've never had a red flag. You've never thought anything was off about it or whatever. I just hope that you would tune in to that podcast episode and take the time to listen to my thoughts and consider what I'm saying, because I don't say any of it lightly. And I'm not saying that I don't like the show or I think that people should stop watching it. I'm not saying that at all. But in anything, stuff is not perfect. And God likes to make course corrections along the way. And I feel like These are some issues where there could be a possible need for course corrections, and that is what I'm sharing. And so that will be next week, so come back and listen to that podcast episode. And after that, I will go back into my Women in Ministry series, looking deeper into the New Testament. But I think the incorporation of some of these smaller topics, episodes, is just a nice break for everybody, because I know that... At least this is what I feel. I feel like I jam pack a lot of stuff in each of the podcast episodes, and there's just a lot to think about and review and maybe look at the scriptures and study them for yourselves if you so desire. But that's just a lot to drink in. So the smaller episodes are just like a breather where you can have something more manageable to think about. It all really depends on how the minutes fall in any given month. So I might have these shorter episodes, the shorter episodes might be longer, I don't really know, but I just want to give you a heads up on that. I wanted to talk about my cell phone behavior today, and that sounds really mundane, but as I was thinking about what I would share for 15 minutes, this has been on my mind for a while, I just haven't had this opportunity to share. So I just want to let you know that I am trying to wean myself off of the internet more and more. I mean, not completely because I have to use the internet and this podcast is made possible because of the internet, right? So it could reach all of you. But I am trying to become more and more independent and counter-cultural. So I've already taken Wi-Fi out of my house I had it on sale for like a whole year, and then the cost of my Wi-Fi was going to jump to like $69, $70. And I was like, no, I'm not going to pay that because I feel like that's outrageous. So I dropped the Wi-Fi, and there was really no problem adjusting to that because I always had my cell phone if I had to look something up. But I had an incident that made me think about things a little bit more. So just recently, I tried to look up something on my cell phone and the internet service was frustratingly slow. So much so that my search timed out. If it's ever happened to you, you know that that's slow. I had some words with my cell phone company and just different things, but it reminded me of a previous incident that I had and the lesson that I learned from it. Some years back, I was in Europe and I took a 14-hour bus ride and they had Wi-Fi in the bus. So everybody else was watching movies on their tablets. they were doing things on their cell phones and I could not access the internet. I tried for like a good 15, 20 minutes and I was so mad. I was so upset. And I'm not normally like that. I'm pretty even keeled, but There are certain things that could really aggravate me, and one of them is not being able to access the internet or slow internet. And back then, I realized it was because I was becoming addicted to the internet. And not just becoming, I had become addicted to the internet. And because I was not able to access what I wanted and what I felt like I needed, I started acting like a spoiled brat. And really, the only witness to all of this was God. But he saw my attitude then, and I was like, oh, Lord, I am so sorry. I am addicted. And I wouldn't say that my addiction is as great as other people's addiction, but the thing is, we can get addicted to the internet. We can get addicted to our cell phones. And so when that happened again recently, I just recognized, hey, I'm getting really attached, or I'm still attached to my cell phone, to the internet. And I need to do more things to detach myself from these things. And so I'm taking these steps right now to do that. So why am I sharing this with all of you? I just want you to also think about it because part of being cultural, part of being prepared for the future is to recognize that at any time, a crisis can happen. The electrical grid could go out. We can become, quote unquote, unplugged and i fear for society when certain people become unplugged from their cell phones in our culture we've been cultivated to carry our cell phones with us at all times and to depend upon our cell phones for many of the functions of daily life but especially checking things on the internet and the cell phone is always tracking us really always listening to us and the cameras they're probably operational too The thing is, we are being monitored at all times. We are being tracked at all times, and we're helping that tracking because we're so attached to our cell phones. In other words, we have really taken the bait. One of the greatest things that I've done recently is just buy a watch. I used to use my cell phone all the time just to look at what time it is. And now that I have a watch, I go to work and... I don't really have to look at my cell phone anymore for the time, and I don't really have to carry around now as much as I did before. I feel a lot freer. I feel more clear-headed. I'm trying to not watch media as much anymore and read more books, and that has made a difference in my life more and more, because I feel like I'm becoming more, and I don't want this to sound overly dramatic, but humanized. Whereas before, I was just connected to the internet and connected to the cell phone, and I had to like get my information and it had to be fast and all this stuff. But now life is kind of moving at a slower pace. And as I'm reading books and reading magazines and reading different articles and things like that, I feel like it's a more natural pace. It's a more natural way of living. That sounds kind of strange, but I mean, I just want to share that experience with you because I feel like God is trying to pull us out of the matrix. You know, we're all in the matrix. We're all being monitored and we're the commodity for many of these social media giants and the apps that we all download into our phones and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that. You know, I want to be completely not given over to those things, not connected, attached to those things going back to the way that he has called us to live our lives. And I believe that technology has become a true idol in our day and time. And it doesn't mean that all aspects of technology are bad, because obviously I wouldn't be able to communicate with you right now if we didn't have access to technology. Another thing is it's time-consuming, media in general, movies, all this stuff. And I like to watch movies. Redemptive ones, of course, things that are clean or interesting documentaries, but I feel like it's really important to have boundaries around what we watch and how much time is spent in those areas, and a lot of that happens on the phone. One of the most challenging things that has happened to me recently is having a busier schedule. When you have a busy schedule, then you have to really be selective of what you devote your time to. In the past, I've often said, Oh God, I can't do that because I don't have enough time. I just feel like I'm overwhelmed right now and I can't do this, I can't do that. But I recognize how much time I do spend on my phone or watching videos or whatever. Those things are non essential things, but I'm taking the time to do it. And I feel justified because it's like, well, I've had a busy day and I just need to relax and this is my way to unwind or whatever, but I could be spending that time doing other things. And I'm not saying that it's bad to relax or have some downtime because I think that that's really important. I think it's important to have recreation. I realized too that I could be rearranging and prioritizing my time in different ways so that I can get these things done and more things done. And I don't want to be so busy that, you know, I feel like I'm all over the place and I'm having to multitask everywhere, but at least I'm getting the things that God wants me to accomplish done. We have to protect our time. We have to be jealous over the time that God has given us on this earth and especially jealous over our time with him. Another aspect of using your cell phone is it divides and limits your attention span. And I don't want to practice doing that. I want to practice learning how to concentrate even more so I can focus on the right things. Recently, I checked out some game apps from the Google App Store, and it doesn't matter which game that you get. A lot of it, of course, is full of ads, but also there are a lot of bells and whistles to every game. Unless you get something that's really stripped down, it's so distracting. I like, I downloaded some quiz games, and after every answer that you get right, I mean, it's just like fireworks go off, and then get extra money in your bank, and all these different things happen. And it's like half of the time, I don't even know what's going on. And I just did that for a little bit. I don't know. I just wanted to check them out. But needless to say, after a short period of time, I deleted those games off of my phone, and I'm so thankful. The sad part about it is it's in Christian games too. Like I downloaded this Bible quiz app, you know, looking forward to seeing, you know, how much I know about Bible trivia. But it couldn't just be the questions and the multiple choice answers. You get it right, you go on to the next question. Like, I just want to run through the questions, but you have to go through all of this rigmarole for every question, for everything that you do on the actual game app. And it's like so much is designed to attract your attention and hold your attention and keep you there and keep you trying to get to that next level and trying to get to that next prize. Psychologically, those games are designed to do that to take as much time as possible from your life. Of course, it's not just the games, but it's social media in general, along with everything else that can be done on a cell phone. And this is what we need to watch out for because there's a lot of manipulation happening with us and we don't even realize it. If the enemy can get you distracted and looking the other way most of the time with stuff that doesn't even mean anything, then he wins. You know, he doesn't have to destroy your life. He doesn't have to undermine everything that you're trying to do for God. He just has to occupy more and more of your time. And we need to recognize that as a strategy of the enemy. Honestly, I only have two games on my phone now, a chess game and a Scrabble game, which are my favorites. And both of those games are just about playing the game, nothing else. And I think the Scrabble game has minimal ads, but there's nothing else on the screen except the Scrabble playing board. I'm really thankful. And it's really just about using those things responsibly. I don't play those games all the time, but every once in a while I feel like it, and I do, and I'm exercising my mind, and that's how I'm justifying the whole situation. (laughs) But we ever have to be on the guard for the kind of influence the cell phone can have over our lives because people are on the other side of the cell phone seeking to grab our attention, take up our time, push us through a sales funnel where we buy something, where we look at more pages, where we watch the suggested videos that are offered with every YouTube video. They're always seeking to do that to us as we enter into that quote-unquote matrix. The more we allow ourselves to be influenced that way, the more we will become those trained monkeys, so to speak. And the more our attention spans will become limited, divided, and focused in on what they want us to focus in on, rather than how God wants us to spend our lives. And the last thing that I want to bring up is just the radiation factor of our cell phones. Most people wear their cell phone somewhere on their body. Like they put the cell phone in their pocket, but that cell phone is always emitting radiation. And some people even sleep with their cell phones, like right next to their head on their bedstand. And that's something that I wouldn't advise. I've gotten into the habit of turning off my data and putting the cell phone in a totally different room. I could still hear the alarm and actually I'm going to start changing to an alarm clock rather than using the cell phone. So I don't even have to deal with the phone in that aspect as well. Just keep those things in mind. We want to get further and further away from our dependence and usage on the cell phone so we could be set free. We can come out of her, my people, quote unquote. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you join us next time when I will share my thoughts and concerns about the Chosen TV series. Until then, take care.